Hi everyone, welcome back to Yoga Daily. This is the ninth episode and in this episode, I'm honored to have Adele Bridges, an inspiring yogi who travels to more than 25 countries now to teach um, yoga workshops. And she also has this amazing content to support hypermobile practitioners together with Celeste Pereira. If you're interested, you can follow her and Celeste Pereira where, she, where you can get like really interesting content if you are hypermobile. Now Adele is the perfect person to talk to because in this episode, we will be talking about rest and recovery. Adele was in a slight mishap last year where she fell from her bouldering or rock climbing and injured her ankle where she had to have a surgery done and she was she's in the path of uh, recovery for her ankle. And I believe the content that she posted, especially when she was recovering from her, her injury was really really very inspiring right i believe a lot of people whether you are uh, a yogi or someone who is in the fitness line or anyone at all we've all been through a time where we are injured and we never knew exactly what we need to do and um, this episode will be all about rest and recovery before we dive into um, the conversation together with adele let me run through a little bit more about like what's been happening in my life lately because I, I find that this is a very relatable topic and I would like to spend some time talking about this for a minute or or two. Last year was a pretty hectic year for me but also a year where I find is the most fulfilling in terms of um, achievements, right? Um, I'm I was in the peak of my career. I've been traveling so much and last year I also completed my 500 hour training, teacher training. And on top of that, I did many other things, which I felt was quite amazing because a lot of it turned out pretty successful. I also did Vipassana. After Vipassana, I also finally understood there is more to life than just constantly achieving and striving for more. And I believe it's the same thing with our practice on a daily basis, right? So we are always constantly achieving, pushing, wanting, uh, expecting, and trying to basically get more out of our life, sometimes our body. There's this term called hustling, which I don't like to use because I do not believe in hustling. I, I believe in working smart and when it comes to working smart it also means that within that equation there's a big portion of rest and recovery when we spend so much time just overworking our body our body will not be able to have time to catch up with us and at the end of the day that becomes more damaging than helpful and over time it is it it is just not smart the reason why i'm a bit more a big advocate about this topic is because with last year I realized that I've been doing so much that I've been neglecting my own body and 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 my rest and my resting stage. I don't think I'm burned out to be to be honest, but I feel like I've reached a point where I felt that there's no point to achieve or get more out of whatever I'm doing. I do believe all of this is due to Vipassana. But another part of it is also due to a realization that 
at the end of the day, we only have so much days in our life, you know, to live. But if we spend our life trying to chase for more, when will it end? We will never find a day where everything is enough or we find a full stop in the things that we do. So rather than trying to reach and achieve more, it is better to spend our daily lives just enough, just doing the the best that we can rather than having a goal at the end of the day, the month, the year and constantly trying to go for more. I truly believe this because the goal, the constant want will just never end. And, and I believe that is the true misery in life, right? When we constantly want more without working to the more or to the goal in a smart manner. Now, why is rest important? Rest is important because our body needs to recover, needs to repair. Our tissue needs to repair. The cells in our body needs to repair. But if we constantly work on our body, I've seen people who goes to class like seven days in a week, two classes in a day, you know, seven times in a week. And if the body doesn't have enough time to have 24 hours to just, you know, recover, our body will constantly be in a strained position where at the end of the day, if we don't allow the body to rest, it will just snap. And when our body is not properly rested, the risk of getting into an injury is so much higher. And of course, when our body is not at our optimum, we may not also have enough energy to continue to to perform at our best. Needless to say, if we continue to work our body, not just on a daily basis, but months or sometimes worse um, years, eventually it, it will run into a into a burnout and it's extremely hard to recover from a burnout needless to say when we are well rested we will be more alert we'll have more energy and if you're an athlete or if you are a a yogi or even someone who goes for strength training when you are more rested you basically have more power more endurance in your practice some like to say that your skin's better when you're well rested and over time if you you are well rested, you will also see more results because your body is at its maximum whenever it comes back to practice. So yeah, that's that's probably a few really, really important reasons why you need to rest. But how do you rest? I know it's easy to say, yeah, we should rest, but how? Top of the list should be sleep, right? Sleep is extremely important. I'm guilty of doing this. But this year, I have a goal to try my best to get eight hours of sleep a day. Now, in the past, especially last year, when I'm constantly working, constantly trying to achieve and get results, I was only sleeping a bare of, I would say, three hours a day, inclusive of like my daily job, you know, my my teaching, um, having two dogs, <laughs> and doing other stuff. So. On a daily basis, I only have like three hours of sleep a day. And at the end of, of the year, I've realized that this is such an unhealthy habit. And that's why for this year, my goal is to have a minimum of eight hours of sleep every single day. So far, I would say that I'm. Uh, there are a few days that I, I miss it because I 
I, I was quite bad in my coffee habits, but it's getting along so far so good because I am trying my best to ensure that I get proper rest on a daily basis so that I can uh, be my best when I come to class and, and teach. So that's one of the way, you know, to, to just sleep. Some like to say that you can do nothing, but I think do nothing is a very broad term, right? What do you mean by do nothing? <laughs> but yeah, do nothing works. And if do nothing is hard to, to interpret, I would probably say meditate. And meditation is a good way to really just rest and recover because if you just take 10 minutes in a day to sit down and just observe the thoughts in your mind, your breath, you will actually find mental clarity for the rest of your day. And when you find mental clarity, you will find better and more efficient ways to go about your your work, you know, your daily life. Perhaps having a better clarity also about the goals that you really want to achieve and having your goals not being affected by or influenced by unnecessary ego. So yeah, for me, meditation is quite a helpful tool for you to rest and recover and then i also believe that eating well nourishing the body uh, with proper meals is a great way to help you to rest and recover oftentimes we when we are in, in a rush we eat unhealthily either junk food or processed food or fast food even i'm glad to say that i've actually cut away fast food since two years ago so i've, I've stopped eating fast food but one of the biggest thing that is hardest for me to cut is coffee. I am guilty of basically taking a lot of coffee and junk food, right? So, but I do take it unmindfully. I, I don't take junk food all the time, but I do like to indulge in some chips when I'm watching TV or just chilling on my couch. I do find a bit of a stress relief when I bite on chips. So that's one thing that is a bit hard to cut off. But other than that, I, for me, I do eat healthily because I do choose what I feed my body. Yeah, so eating, eating well, eating clean, I do believe is, is a good way to start. I think on top of that, self-care, right? So what do I mean by self-care? I do think that self-care includes things like massage, you know, pampering yourself with spa, maybe some mani-pedi uh, or hair wash, haircut, or just having some time to soak in a, in a, a bath for maybe an hour. <laughs> just taking the time to allow yourself to rejuvenate, right, to put it simply. Especially the past year and also... Uh, past few years, I've been taking quite a lot of time to just, you know, spend some money to get some proper massage. I, I find it a very good way to ease some soreness within the body, but also allowing your any parts of the muscle that feels stressed or tense to relax. And sometimes during massage, you also get that time to, you know, just sleep. So yeah, for me, massage is definitely top of the list uh, of some of the ways that you can rest and recover. And on top of that, I also feel that nature, nature is a, a great way for you to rest and recover. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that is intense like hiking because hiking basically works the body. But 
I do find that simple, simple ways to enjoy nature is a great way for you to relax the mind. For example, looking at a sunrise or just uh, strolling at a park. And when I say strolling at a park, it doesn't mean that you have to run <laughs> at a park or maybe a, a, a short walk. Something that is not putting the body in a, in a stressful, high heart rate position, but really allow the body to like calm down. So yeah, nature is one of the easiest way for the mind to slow down. And having said that, I also feel like sometimes rest and recovery also means that you take that time to spend the hour or two hour or the whole day by yourself. So I'm I'm pretty much an extrovert and I gain my energy when I spend it with people. But over the past few years, I've realized that I've become the to- total op- opposite. So I begin to recharge by spending time alone. And when I'm alone, I get to reset and I get to really sit down and think, right? And spend time to just recalibrate, just recover, you know, not talking. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do find that when you spend a few hours by yourself, you get to have a bit of a peace of mind. It, it is a very good way to recover your energy when you're spending it just with yourself. Some of the activities you can do is like, you can probably just go to a cafe and sit down and, and eat by yourself, journal or... Um, do some artwork, listen to the music, you know, dance in the room by yourself or whatever. But yeah, spending that time alone without having to spend your energy on another person or another thing, I, I find that's a good way to rest and recover. I've been talking for quite a while now, so without further ado, let's go into our conversation with Adele. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you have any questions, any feedback, any suggestions, feel free to reach out to me. And yeah, enjoy. Hi, Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, spending time. I know you're actually looking for a bit, but I really appreciate your time. Um, and this podcast that I mentioned to you earlier is really about sharing a little bit about like your wisdom with um, not just my followers, but uh, anyone who follow us, uh, people who are trying to get better at your practice. So on and on. So without further ado, can we get a quick introduction? Sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. And sorry so much. No worries. Um, yeah, my name is Adele Bridges, and I'm a yoga teacher. And I, I just travel around mostly teaching workshops and occasionally festivals, um, intensive teacher training, like 50-hour teacher training, that kind of thing. I don't tend to teach community classes anywhere. Um, but yeah, I just love sharing all of the new knowledge that I'm. Up all the all over the place. Um, I'm always thirsty for for new information, and then I love sharing it. So that's that's just what I get to do on, on a daily basis. So yeah, that was that is actually really evident in your um, social media. Like um, a lot of people, I know a lot of you here, I know all the cast of that. Um, and also uh, that's how we also find out about your not recent, but about, about seven months ago, your injury. Yeah. yeah. Um, talk, maybe tell us a little bit about that and how you go about the recovery process. Sure, yeah, I, I screwed up the ankle in multiple ways uh, when I was climbing and I had to have surgery on it and it was pretty invasive surgery and it, it required 
uh, being on crutches and a cast, not breathing for several weeks. And um, so, yeah, it was, um, it was probably more challenging mentally than physically. Um, and it, it was definitely a lesson where I learned quite a lot, not just about uh, ankle anatomy <laughs> and biomechanics, but also about dealing with challenges. Um, yeah, I think. Um, Do you go to like a specific piece of time? Yes. So that's what I was going to say. Is that, um, in terms of recovery, I think that one, one of the major reasons that I recovered as quickly as I did was because I was seeing an amazing physiotherapist who was acupuncture and all sorts of things. Um, as well as just having a generally healthy lifestyle. How about like kind of um, practices you take or make or changes in your practice and how you felt you feel like helping with that? Maybe you take a different path or you want to slow down or maybe I wouldn't say running. No. <laughs> like what kind of um, Difference um, in terms of your practice, did anything change, or do you still go about doing the same thing? Uh, no, well, I wasn't able to do exactly the same thing, but, but no, it was mostly it was just yoga at that time. Yeah, um, I wasn't able to do much. I mean, especially in terms of the ankle itself, um, it was yeah, it was just yoga and then focusing on how I moved in my everyday life as well. I know this because I, I did watch some of those um, videos that you posted when you were um, in surgery on that cast remote that you modify a lot of um, the poses when you're doing your remote um, so that it, it's not very really Can you take that on towards your teaching later on in the films? No. <laughs> no, not really. It was, it was one of those things that was just out of necessity. And once I was able to wait there again, I was. You were happy to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so one of the very interesting part about like um, your life is I noticed um, the different kind of practices that you have. So I noticed you don't only just do yoga, you also go to the gym, you have like different kind of movement, you do rock climbing, you know, you still need to do it. Um, yeah, I do occasionally. Yeah. Um, like what, of, what are your views in terms of like uh, incorporating different kind of varieties? I feel very strongly that everybody, no matter what type of maneuver you consider yourself to be, everybody benefits from moving in as many different varieties as possible, not just range of motion, but speed at which you move, um, how, how long you're moving for, these kinds of things. Unless you're you know, a, a professional athlete training for a specific event or something, just people in general, we Variety. So, yeah, whether I'm on my yoga mat or in a gym or doing something else, I'm always trying to just change it up a little bit. Um, you know, find weak areas in my body that I can strengthen or, um, or that kind of thing. And as well as having some repetition too, like especially something like handstands, for example. Um, then it's all about you know changing your habits and doing the same thing over and over again to work towards that skill. But, um, just trying to have, even within the, the repetition, trying to have as much variety as possible. Okay, so this is the second last question. Um, how important is rest and recovery? It's probably more important than most people realize because you're, 
your body, it's, it's like you begin and end symbol. You know, if you think of like the, the rest time, those rest days and recovery, like that's like the black side of the yin yang. It's just as important as the other side. And it's like night and day. If you don't allow our body to recover, then how, how can we gain strength? Yeah, you are Exactly. That's more than just the having the strength and the energy. It's like um, we absorb new information better when we're in a restful state. Um, you know, our, our body isn't going to digest the food that we eat that we need for that fuel if we're not in a restful state. It's, it's everything. And, um, I mean, I've been guilty of myself overlooking and uh, underappreciating the importance of that. But I think as soon as we gain awareness and we understand the importance, then, then we get back into it. That's already happening. Yeah. Um, okay, last question. Um, okay, with the recent coronavirus, you know, uh, going around everywhere, not just Malaysia but China, United States. Um, what do you think? That's all. Um, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say that if this coronavirus is going to die out pretty soon and it's just a big media frenzy, or if it's something that we're going to be dealing with for years, I don't know. But I sort of know how to answer that question really in regards to the coronavirus. But I mean, I think that one thing that the world needs more of is, is definitely compassion. Towards ourselves and others, like there's so much judgment and there's so much criticism going around. For, you know, expecting everybody to be perfect, expecting ourselves to be perfect, not not allowing people to make mistakes. Um, yeah, just more compassion. Uh, yeah, I, I do believe. I think with, with compassion, we can then understand also like where people are coming from, especially um, when people walk into the studio and you're sick. Not necessarily people who are with the virus. I think a lot of people are very judgmental when it comes to that. Uh, I'm compassionate, then we can then take a step back and really analyze the whole situation and have a better understanding of where people are coming from. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I think that's about it. Um, we want to keep you for two hours. We have yeah. time. Yay! Uh, <laughs> uh, so thank you so much, Adam, for doing this. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I truly believe that um, you go far wherever you go and you have amazing content social media and um, a lot of followers, I would say, not just in Malaysia, but other places really value uh, different information that you provide. Uh, and so your inspiration in terms of your recovery and how you bring yourself to, um, especially in your workshops and whatnot. So yay, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>